herds of sheep. As always, after a trip home, he wondered why he found it so difficult to get on with his father. There were never arguments, no real antagonism, but he always left feeling an edgy mixture of guilt and inadequacy. Then there was work, the pile of paper he knew would be waiting on his desk, Sandy Wilson's expense forms, a day's labour in themselves, a report to complete for the procurator fiscal about a serious assault in a bar in Lerwick, and Fran. He'd arranged to pick her up at Ravenswick at 7.30. He'd need to get back to his house to grab a shower before then. This was a date, wasn't it? The first real date. They'd been knocking around together for six months, friends, but now he felt giddy as a teenager. He arrived at her house dead on time, his hair still wet, uncomfortable in a new shirt, which had a starchy, stiff feel to it, faint creases down the front where it had been folded in the packet. He was always nervous around clothes. What did you wear to a party to celebrate the opening of an art exhibition? When the woman who haunted your dreams and distracted your days was one of the artists. When you hoped that night to take her to bed. She was nervous too. He could tell that as soon as she climbed into the car. She was dressed up in something slinky and black, looking so sophisticated that he couldn't believe he'd have a chance with her. Then she gave him that quirky grin that always flipped his stomach, made him feel he'd just spent three hours in the Good Shepherd in a westerly gale. He squeezed her hand. He wanted to tell her how stunning she looked, but because he couldn't think how, without seeming crass or patronising, they drove all the way to Bidester in silence. The gallery was called the Herring House. Once they had dried fish there. It was at the end of a low valley, right on the water, on the west coast. Further along the beach, there was a small stone pier where the fishing boats had pulled up to unload their catch. A couple of men still kept boats on the beach. Walk out of the door, and there'd be the smell of seaweed and salt. Bella Sinclair said that when she'd first taken over the place, there was still a whiff of the herring in the walls. Bella was the other artist exhibiting. Paris knew her, as almost everyone in Shetland knew her, to chat to at parties, but mostly second-hand, through the stories that were passed around about her. She was a Shetlander, bidister, born and bred, wild in her youth, they said, but now rather unapproachable, intimidating and rich. He still felt flustered after the rush from the plane and by the sense that this was his one chance with Fran. He was so clumsy with people's feelings. What if he got it wrong? When he held out his hand to shake Bellows, he saw that it was trembling. Perhaps, too, he'd picked up Fran's anxiety about how her paintings would be received. When they began to circulate among the guests, to look at the work displayed on the bare walls, he felt the tension building even more. He could hardly take in what was happening around him. He talked to Fran, nodded to acquaintances, but there was no real engagement. He felt the pressure build against his forehead. It was like waiting for the thunderstorm on a warm, heavy day. But it was only when Roddy Sinclair was brought on to play for them that he could begin to relax for the first time, 
as if the rain had finally come. Roddy stood framed by light in the middle of the space. It was nine in the evening, but still sunshine came through the windows, cut into the tall, sloping roof. It was reflected from the polished wooden floor and the whitewashed walls and lit his face. He stood still for a moment, grinning, waiting until the guests started to look at him, absolutely sure he would get their attention. Conversation faltered, and the room grew quiet. He looked at his aunt, who gave him a smile which was at once indulgent and grateful. He lifted his fiddle, gripped it under his chin, and waited again. There was a moment of silence, and he began to play. They had known what to expect, and he didn't disappoint them. He played like a madman. It was what he was known for. The show, that, and the music. Shetland.